Alrighty, guys. Okay, do not ask me what that just was because I don't know. I just got done praying and now I feel like I got a boost of energy in my life. We love that. God gives us the strength when we don't feel like we have any. So hello, guys. Welcome to the Still Here podcast with your host, Susanna Gonzalez. This is going to be episode seven. I just want to say that my... Actually, no. This is going to be episode seven. And the title of this is going to be Examine Your Heart. But before we dive deep into anything, I pray that you guys prayed before this and you guys open up your ears and listen to what God has been, not has been, because it's literally just today that I discovered this and he wants me to talk about it. So that's just what we're going to do. This is me taking that step of faith, hoping that I know that he will lead the right people to listen to this. And those who want to listen will listen, and those who don't want to listen will sincerely not listen. But I just pray that the Holy Spirit just takes over this and that my flesh isn't coming out of my emotions and stuff like that. So examine your motives. Brianna, if you're listening to this, this is kind of like your little sermon you did. But I feel like the Lord wants me to go through it again because not everyone was there for the young adult sermon that my sister preached at. Before we get into it, though, I just want to talk about what I've been going through and what God has been revealing to me. I'm not going to reveal everything because that's a personal level type of thing. Let's get started. So as you guys know, I don't really try to post content unless it's for God's glory. And if I do post anything on my flesh, I either delete it later on or leave it. But most of the time when it's out of my flesh, it's for attention. I've been more lenient on trying to better myself, not just for the future me, but for God. Because my my relationship with God is so deep and I want to be a representation of him. It says in the word that we are his ambassadors. And what are ambassadors? They are representing your... In the world, an ambassador is someone who represents your brand. And you show off that brand. We, as Christians, are supposed to be representing Jesus always and what he did for us. So if I'm out here posting things that aren't of God, then I had to check my motives on that. Be like, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. I apologize. He led me to the verses that I needed to read, and he opened up my eyes to that. And so I was like, okay, Lord, I'm not doing this for man, but I'm doing it for you. So sometimes we just got to... Not necessarily react quick to what things, react quickly to things that man put against us, but pray about them first and take everything with a grain of salt, you know? Always, 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 before before having a big conversation with someone, pray about it. Ask God if that's someone he wants you to talk to about the situation. And if he does, then take it with a grain of salt, any advice they give you, and then go home and pray about it. Because... Some things that they probably said was fleshly, and some things was probably Holy Spirit-led. So you always got to take things with a grain of salt. That's why we can't be hurt too much by words, because sometimes words do come out of the flesh. But that's why we can't be so quick to uh, speak, but come with an open ear. You know what? I wasn't even planning on filming today. I'm literally at work right now, so yeah, this is a whole new thing for me. But uh, the Lord's just moving right now. I don't, I actually don't really realize what I'm saying. That's just how you know God's moving. So, Holy Spirit, guide me. Thank you, Jesus. So, I've been struggling with, like, things I post and 
I go to this thing where, <laughs> like, I love everything about me, you know? So I keep all my posts up. And then when it comes to time about me fasting, I'm like, okay, let me delete it or put everything on archive. I think that's how you say it on Instagram. And I just, it's like not deleted, but it's still there, you know, not on your profile. So that's what I did. And something just keeps clicking my head. Like, why do you do that? Like, why do you constantly feel the need to delete everything that you post? Like, everything you post is for God's glory already. So why are you deleting it? Like, no one cares about how many posts you post. Like, at the end of the day, like, doesn't matter. And that's just little things I got to remind myself to not really, like, be dramatic and delete everything I post on Instagram and stuff like that. Because sometimes I do be like that. I am a dramatic. I'm like, oh, well, no one cares anywhere, you know? But that's just like my old ways trying to creep back in, and I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. That's what's been going on with my self-image type of thing. I've been really learning how to spend time with God and enjoy His quality because, honestly, y'all, I've been chasing the idea of having a relationship with someone, whether that's like through deeper relationships with friendships or with another, with a guy, with another guy, with a guy, and... God will just send you the person at the right time. And we are the missing rib ladies. Like, we are there to help people. We are there to help the man that God has sent to us. But one thing that my friend told me was I said that I had a relationship with God, and he was my father and my best friend. But Jesus also needs to be our companion. And when she said that, and I was like, oh, dang. Because I only do see him as a friend and a father right now, not as a companionship. So if I'm not leading on God in all of my life and all the voids I'm trying to fill, then every man, every guy that I try to talk to is not going to be fulfilling. It's not going to work out because I'm not chasing Jesus like I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm chasing man the way I'm supposed to be chasing Jesus. (laughs) So um, I'm kind of just taking a break from talking to people in general. um, And taking a break. I'm not going to go back to that. It's something the enemy has been putting me through cycles. And I think we got to open up our eyes and realize that the enemy puts us through cycles. And for me, it was with guys. So there'd be a time in my life where I would cut people off for like two months and I would not talk to anyone. And then two months after, it's like every three months, the devil sends a new guy. And I know that sounds bad, but it's a, a distraction, and I was so caught up in thinking, oh, he's my husband, he's my husband. And I was comparing, and I was checking off a checklist. The enemy knew the checklist, what the checklist had. So he was trying to fulfill that, and the enemy knew I would go to that checklist and be like, oh, wow, like, he has this value. He must be God sent. And then I would get home crying because God's telling me that he's not heaven sent. And I'm like, man, Jesus. <laughs> Another one I got to cut off, you know, and that's not how I want to portray myself as, as someone who just like leads people on and like, oh, sorry, God said you're not for me. Like that sucks for me. Dang, this is me being real vulnerable with y'all for real. But, you know, we got to be truthful. And that's, that's what I'm bringing. I'm bringing the truth because people go through this stuff. So ladies, don't fulfill or talk to anyone. If you already know, like first red flag, cut them off. Because if it was heaven sent, it should be the way God loves you. And if it's not the way God loves you, then why are you going to compromise and swarm around it? Ladies, please learn from me and my mistakes. Because 
I mean, it sucks that I got to go through it so you guys can learn, but it's not worth, it's worth the wait. Like, seeing my friends and their relationships with people and them getting married, like, it's beautiful. It's what God created love to be like. It's worth the wait. And I just watched a video today, and he was, the guy was saying, like, oh, never mind. I don't think it was meant to be said if I already forgot it. It was in my head for a minute. Uh, so... Yeah, I think we're done talking about relationships because I don't want to be too open about that because that's not what this is about at all. Uh, so currently, uh, we already know that September and October are the most demonic times spiritually. Um, last year was the first year I didn't celebrate Halloween um, because I just, God revealed all truth to me and I'm thankful that my pastor shepherded me through that and revealed the, how evil Halloween is and perverted it is to the church. I, I, th I thank him for that. And I think I'm thankful that my church shows the truth and why we shouldn't celebrate things because Halloween, churches celebrate Halloween. People do, they cover up the true meaning of Halloween. Halloween is so sacrificial. They'd be, kill, they'd be sacrificing babies, animals, anything, y'all. These are witches and warlocks out here. It's deeper, so... My, my pastor called us as a church to fast for September to kind of prepare and be praying over October that churches, because God is uniting the churches. I don't know if you guys can feel that spiritually, like, and the devil's going to bring people to bring disaster. The devil's going to take the witches to the churches, and we just got to be prayed up. Be careful of what we're listening to, what we're watching, because the enemy... Right now, over the next two months, is going, ooh, I feel a spirit. The enemy is going to send distractions like there's nobody there. Like, the enemy is going to try to attack you spiritually. The enemy is going to throw your past in your face. He's already tried. He's he's already been trying, dude. The enemy has been trying so hard. I'm like, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. One thing that the Lord has showed me, too, is, like, through, like, the past traumas that the enemy has been trying, the enemy can't predict our future, but God can. And we have free will to direct ourselves in what, well, obviously we want the Holy Spirit to direct us, but we have free will to decide which path we want to take. Are we going to continue to take the cycle that the enemy keeps throwing at us and then complain and be like, oh, what am I doing? Why can't I get through this, you know? Or are you going to break it and be like, I, I rebuke the enemy because the enemy can't throw my past. I'm born again Christian. I know who I am. I know who I am in Christ. And the moment you know who you are in Christ, it's the moment the demons start trembling. The moment they start falling, stumbling, going crazy. They're like, what well, can we throw at them next, you know? Especially being a woman of God. Ladies, if you know who you are in Christ, stand up in that authority and start acting like it. Because the moment I started standing up in the authority, and because the last few months, I've been so low life of myself. And I know that. And I'm not... Seeing that so you guys can be like, oh no, Susanna felt that way. I'm saying that because I truly, I knew what I deserved. Why was I doing that to myself, you know? So the moment I stood up and God had to remind me, pick me up multiple times, and he had to remind me of the woman he's raising up for his kingdom. Guys, we are soldiers during this end time. We are the called, and God is right, God is picking, I told my sister yesterday, like a couple days ago, God is picking his last few God is picking his last few people he's raising up. And that's why everyone's going crazy. That's why everyone doesn't know, like, which pathway to take. Know your purpose in Christ. Ask God to pick you for this time if you want to be chosen. 
because if you're not going to pick up that phone and answer the call, then you're just a follower of Christ. You're just there, <laughs> right? And that's why we must know our identity in Christ so that if the enemy tries to throw any curveballs at us, then we know who we are in Christ and we stand with that authority and rebuke the lying devil because he has no power over the light and the kingdom of God. Ooh, I don't know what that was about, but we are good. So that's kind of what I've been going through in fasting social media right now. It feels it was rough the first couple of days, I'm going to lie, because I'm just I was scrolling. I was getting distracted. I was scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. God's like, when are you going to start working on the projects you've been talking about? Ooh. Guys, I don't know about y'all, but I am like, my back is burning. Guys, I've been, I'm the type of woman who I know my standards. I know all these things. Why am I going to continue to let things pass? Why am I going to keep asking God for my purpose when he's been revealing it to me? Why am I going to wait for someone else to walk inside my purpose so I can be like, oh, I'm scared, but it looked like they did it fine, so I can do it. No, just get up and do it, bro. Ooh, get up and do it. Do the thing that God has called you to do. The moment, like I said, if you're not picking up the phone, he's not going to use you. I don't know about y'all, but I want to be used by God. I want to be called by God. I don't want to be called by man. I don't care about the numbers. If I care about the numbers, I wouldn't be filming podcast episodes still. I wouldn't be trying to teach people still. I wouldn't be pushing YouTube videos that are soon about to come out still. You know, if it was about the numbers, I would have given up this whole creator thing from the jump. And so many people think that it's about the numbers. So many people think that just because you don't got a blue check mark, people buy those now. Like, does that even matter, bro? It's just visuals, bro. Ugh, whatever. We gotta walk humbly before the Lord and realize who we are in Christ. Because if we're not humbled, you look it, look it, look it, look it. Where was it? Oh, man, I lost it. Okay, we're gonna go over some. <laughs> Sorry for the long pause. I am. I had a whole thing planned in my head, but you know, when God takes over, Holy Spirit takes over, it's just a 360. Not, nothing goes to plan, you know? So here we are. Please don't stop recording. I'm going to be reading off my phone. So I'm just trying to find that right now. We're going to be reading Proverbs chapter 21 in the message version. So the message version is basically dumbing it down so that today's society can realize what the Bible is actually saying. I'm going to go over the highlighted verses that I highlighted that God opened my eyes to. And I was like, Lord, why do you want me to talk about? So I was like, okay, so I was at my desk today. Let me just explain to you what God did. Because he answered me so fast. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. So I was like, I was sitting on YouTube all day, basically. And I pray throughout the day. I think about Jesus always. Like, there's not a moment where God is not on my mind. I would love to talk about God all day with someone, you know? That's just who I am. Because he's an amazing God. He's perfect. If it's not about God, then I really just don't want it. It gets so draining if it's not about God, you know, the perfect man, you know? So I was sitting at my desk, and I was like, Lord, I want to film a podcast episode today. Because I haven't been filming anything, but obviously I want to be for your glory. I was thinking these thoughts in my head. I heard Proverbs 21, and I was like, ooh. I started reading it, and I was like, dude, what does this God do with anything? And then something in my spirit was like, we got to dive deeper. Like, we can't just compromise with what god gave us like we god is leading us to dive deeper the holy spirit was leading me to dive deeper so i read the new living translation because i don't have my new king james version bible with me so i was reading the nlt version and i was like okay like um, i highlighted most of this stuff in the past 
it's pretty good stuff, you know, but I don't know what he wants me to talk about. And then he was like, turn to Ezekiel chapter 5. And I was like, uh, okay. And it's chapter 5 verse 10. And I was like, okay, um, what do all these things have in common about themselves? And I was trying to think and I was thinking for a couple minutes. And I turned to Matthew randomly. I just turned to Matthew chapter 5 again. It's about how God blesses those. And I'm not going to read it all, but how God blesses people, you know? So I was like, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing. So I sat and I was like, what should the title of this video be? Like, what should the title of this podcast episode be? And I thought about it. Examine your motives. So if you guys turn to Proverbs chapter 21, the first verse in the New Living Translation says, The king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides he guides it to wherever he pleases. Verse 2 says, People might be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines the heart. So just stick with those two verses for now. And now I'm going to go and read the message version. It says, Good leadership is a channel of water controlled by God. He directs it to whatever ends he chooses. Verse 2 says, We justify our actions by appearances, but God examines our motives. I was like, oh, see, we must dive deeper because these, they have the same meaning, but they have different words. Words lead to different meanings. Words lead you to dive deeper. So when I read the message version, it said good leadership. And I was like, oh, because I know God has called me to lead. God has called me to help people and lead people to God. So I read that and I was like, oh, this is, this, is this about me? Is this what he wants me to talk about? Or is this just about like what I need conviction about? Is a channel of water controlled by God. When I think of water, I think about Holy Spirit. I think about a river streaming down and God being there, like being with the river, you know? And the river is controlled by God. He directs it to whatever ends he chooses. That means God is always directing the paths of our leadership. God controls everything. That's what I get out of that water is 80% of the world. God is going to control what he is doing with the water. He can either kill people with that water, uh, make a stream of, like, lead people by water, you know? I'm very visual, so I'm thinking about this in my head right now, but you guys probably don't understand what I'm saying. But verse 2 also stood out to me. and says, we justify our actions by appearances. What did I just talk about earlier in this podcast? How I judge myself based off what I look like on Instagram. God did not pick us to judge ourselves based off what we post on Instagram, or the shoes we wear, the clothing we wear. God doesn't judge us based off of that, so why would we justify ourselves through that? That's what the world does. But God examines our motives, because if our motives are messed up, bro, these people are rich out here. There's wealthy people in this world with the wrong motives. They'd be killing people. They'd be selling drugs. They'd be doing sinful things. And that is why God directs us to examine our hearts through everything we do. Why you think everyone's always saying do a heart check or check your heart? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to say that? You know, like, what are your motives going into something that God has called you to do? Are you doing it because God called you to do it? Are you doing it because your flesh wants it? And then on the message version, scroll down to verse 8. Mixed motives twist life into tangles. Pure motives take you straight down the road. Isn't it weird how motives have been a thing? Motives, bro. Motives. 
stated in the verse. I was like, oh my gosh. And this is what it says in the New Living Transition. The guilty walk a crooked path, but the innocent travel on the straight road. When I read that and I was like, oh, definitely the book of Matthew. Those who walk righteously with the Lord. We already know it says in Matthew. I forgot. I think it's Matthew chapter 8. I don't know. I got to study more, guys. I'm still learning. We're not perfect. But it says the road to death is long, is wide, but the road to life is long and narrow. Guys, verse 8, it says innocent travel the straight road. Innocent people are supposed to be living righteously. That's what we're supposed to be called to do, right? But living righteously leads to life, and it's not easy, and it's hard. And if you scroll down on the message version, and this is where I was talking about verse 11, and it says, Simpletons only learn the hard way, but the wise learn by listening. A good, loyal, a God-loyal person will see right through the wicked and then do the evil they planned. One thing the enemy doesn't like is when God's children are wise. The moment we know what the enemy's plans are, like I did, oh my gosh, this is just like a revelation. I literally did not know what to come in talking about this, but then God's like, just trust me and talk. Amen. God gives us the words to say, but I'm saying this because literally I was just talking about how I was trying to break the cycle of the enemy. And through that, through that path, when I was trying to break that cycle, when I was trying to reveal that cycle to me, I was asking God. It's important to be in prayer and ask God for things because, sure, we ask God for the gifts, but we need to ask God for wisdom, too. Wisdom is a gift of life, y'all. Wisdom is a gift of life. Wisdom is that girl, literally, that girl that we need in our life. And without the wisdom and without the discernment that God gave me, I wouldn't have figured out the, the devil's schemes and lies. Obviously, God would have revealed that to me sooner or later, but I still would have, honestly, if it wasn't revealed to me, then I would have still been in that trap. I would have still been in that cycle. And that is why it says in the message version, a a God-loyal person will see right through the wicked. I, my discernment, I know I can get better discernment. We can all grow, right? But... God has been using my eyes. I can look into someone's eyes and be like, you're wicked. I can tell what kind of demons they got. And I can just read them, you know? And I got that gift because I asked God each and every day to give me wisdom, to do his will, and to guide me through what he wants me to see, to reveal the veil off my eyes. We have to dive deeper in our prayers because if we're just going to bed, thank you, God, for a blessed day. And thank you for the food that you provided for me today. Good night, Lord. I pray that I wake up tomorrow. Like, the Lord wants to spend time with you. And we're not going to grow in our gifts if we're not spending time with God. Another thing I want to add to this is if you're praying more than you're reading the Word, then it's kind of useless. But if you're you're reading the Word more than you're praying, it's kind of useless. You have to balance them out because I can pray, pray, and pray. And God's like, dude, Read the word and you'd know this already. If I'm reading the word and not asking God for anything, then I'm just reading a book, you know? So that's why God, it's always important for us to spend quality time with God, but to also read the book life, to read the living word. I'm not saying that. Sometimes there are days when I pray more than I read or read more than I pray, and that's fine. But you got to find the balance with that because if you're just reading, then it's just reading the book. And if you're just praying, then you're just praying to pray. You just 
wasting breath, I feel like, at that point. It's harsh, but it's true. You're not going to be wise without the book, without the word, without the living word. You can ask God for wisdom, but if you're not reading it for yourself to understand it yourself and have deeper revelations with yourself, then you're just talking at night. And trust me, because I wasn't even saved and I was praying at night. I wasn't reading the word. I was, it was like two years ago, I was just in my room saying goodnight. I was saying a little Christian prayer or Catholic prayer before bed. That didn't save me, you know? So it's like balance is so important in God's kingdom. And it's so simple to live that way. I don't know where else where I was going to go with that, but I want to go to verse 23 now. It says, watch your words and hold your tongue. It will save you a lot of grief. Lately, God has been revealing to me because, man, the amount of times I want to blow up on people and be like, oh, my gosh, like, please stop talking. I need to say this because I know the answer type of thing. Like, it's that pridefulness that God had to kill inside of me. There was one night at Young Adults, and we went out to Chick-fil-A, and we were all just talking, right? I'm the type of person who, and I preached that night. Like, I wanted to talk about what I was preaching, you know? And God's like, don't say anything all night unless I tell you, unless you feel led to talk. I love talking to my people. You know, I love talking to my my brothers and sisters in Christ. I can talk to them all night. So it was hard for me to just sit there. And it's weird for me to say that because I was always a quiet girl back in school. But it was weird for me to just sit there and be like, man, I can't talk about God right now. Like I could if it's spirit led, but it took patience for me to just, for God to be like, you don't know the answer to everything. Like let people tell their stories too. Listen to people. That's what I'm calling you to do is listen. And if you if I didn't obey that, I don't think I would have had the patience I have with people today, right now. God has led me to just listen to people more and not make it about my testimony and what God has done in my life. Guys, I have a podcast. I can talk forever, you know, <laughs> about God, literally about Jesus. And it's hard for me to just be sitting still and be like, okay, Lord, um, can I say something now, you know? <laughs> It's like I'm asking permission to talk, which is so weird for me to say because I never liked talking. So through that, God showed me that it's better off to listen because one, people know that you care if you listen to them. Because if you're just talking and talking and talking, then it's like you don't care about what the other person has to say. You're not listening. You're not <laughs> caring for them, you know. So it's better to listen and then speak. And if it takes you some time, to hear the Holy Spirit and be like, okay, like, should I say something about this or should I keep quiet? It's going to take time for you to get that discernment, to answer and obey. But with obedience and reading your word, you can hear God's voice more and the Holy Spirit directing you when to talk and when not to talk about something. So many of us just speak words just to speak words. Like, words hurt, y'all. And, I mean, I don't want to talk about a situation I was going through, but through that time when I was going through it, it hurt. Like, I'm, I felt my heart, like, drop. My stomach is sick, you know? Words hurt. And that's why we have to be s- still and listen to what someone is trying to say. And be like, okay, let me go talk to God about it. Because if it was my past self, I would have blown up. I would have been frustrated. I would have been so impatient. But God taught me the woman I am. God told me, taught me to stand in the authority he's giving me and say, okay, if you don't want to listen to what I say, as said Matthew, brush the dust off your feet and continue walking. 
we should not be sitting here begging people to change or our life circumstances to change if we're not even changing them, you know? So always, always, always pray to God first about anything. And that's why I'm so big on that, because God gives you the right answers. Obviously, if you make the wrong decisions, God's going to direct you and guide you through that. But I'm so hard about chasing and fulfilling my purpose that God has for me that I have no time to be wasting, y'all. We have no time. We have no time. And if you guys didn't listen to my last prophetic word that I talked about, I think it was episode five or four. I don't really quite remember. Um, I'll just do a brief explanation. God was moving tables, not flipping tables, but moving tables with new bread, new wine, and new candlesticks, new fire. God's already sitting at that table. God is at that table. That prophetic word is already coming to pass. And that was like two months ago when I filmed it, three months ago. You guys had time to prepare. And I get that not everyone listened to it, so I hope God continues to lead people to listen to it. But those who heard it, heard it. And if you didn't act on it, then I can't sit here and babysit you. I don't feel the need to sit here and babysit people anymore. I'm going to... God... God has revealed so much boldness inside of me and authority that I have. And I just kind of feel tired of giving people around me milk when they should be eating meat already, when they should be walking in their gifts with me. I shouldn't be babysitting people. I have my own walk, my own calling to be paying attention to, my own relationship with God that I still need to grow. I don't need to be back here holding people's hands. Obviously, I'm going to help mentor people if they have questions. I'm not going to be rude and cut them off. But as a woman of God who knows her worth in God, we sh- ladies, men of God, don't waste your time on people who aren't willing to grow. And that's that. You can't help. You're not Jesus. You can't help anyone grow, okay? You could, okay, look, at, I don't want you guys to twist my words on this. You can help people grow. But if it's, if, if it's, if it's to the point where they're dependent on you to do certain things in their life, and not their own if you don't see them building their own relationship with god then you're wasting your time tell them god bless pray for them pray for your enemies guys pray for your enemies always and move on this is not the time to be going back and forth between your past and living that lukewarm life god's either you're with me or not and this is when that verse comes in He will spit the lukewarm out of his mouth. He'd rather much have you live for the world if you're continuously living in sin because that just hurts him at that point. You're abusing his grace. You're abusing his mercy. You're abusing his love. If someone was doing that to you in person, how would you like it? You would have already left. You would have just been like, okay, leave me alone then. I don't want that. That's what God's doing to us. But we have to wake up and realize I'm hurting God's feelings right now. The creator, the person who set me on this earth, I'm dust. We must humble ourselves. We are dust. We are made out of nothing. But each and every day, God decides to wake us up to fulfill that purpose he has for us. We all know that we're going to die soon. We all feel like the world's ending for a reason. Then why is that urgency not building up inside of our spirit? Why is our spirit sleeping more than our flesh? Our spirit should be awake every single morning, praying, thanking God, reading the word, fasting, teaching others, and walking in our purpose and calling. But our flesh is more awake than our spirit, so our flesh is constantly taking over our spirit, and that's not the way God intended it to be. 
Fasting kills your flesh. Kill your flesh. Kill yourself. Not not legit, but spiritually. And it's easier said than done to do that. I get it. Break off those addictions you know that aren't worth it. Break off those people who you know aren't worth it. Those friendships that aren't worth it, they're holding you back more and more and more each and every day. We don't know when God's coming back. That should raise up an urgency inside of you. That should raise awareness inside of you. There's been prophetic words after prophetic words. The Christ community is either falling apart or trying to unite. The one thing the enemy does not like is when we start uniting with each other, especially during September and October. The enemy is going to attack. We must be spiritually ready in our word, studying the word, and moving forward with our lives and not dwelling on the past because dwelling on the past leads us to kill ourselves. It leads us to basically just dwell on our feelings like a little baby and cry about it. Get over it. It happened. And anything that the enemy does is throw your past in your face constantly. It's easier said than done to be like, okay, get over it. You know, sometimes there are days where I'm like, "Uh, this person hurt me. I'm going to go cry, you know. No, get over it. Pick up your your mat that God gave you and get up and walk. Get up and go. Jesus faced harder things than us in life. Get up and go. Jesus was the perfect man. Get up and go. Pick up your cross and go. I don't know what that whole thing was about, but man... I want to kind of end with this verse in Matthew chapter 5, verses 10, 11, well, 10 through 12. It says, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for great rewards await for you in heaven. But remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. I just kind of want to end with that because God blesses you. Everything that we fight for, guys, we're not. And one thing I've realized that I keep reminding myself each and every day is that we're not fighting against flesh and flesh. We're fighting against principalities. We're we're fighting against the enemy in the spiritual realm every day, y'all. It's not. And lately, God's been highlighting to me that When I look into people's eyes, it's their demons. It's not them. And I need to realize that. I can't get mad at the person. I I need to get mad at those demons working within that person and pray for them. You know? Come humble, humble yourselves and pray for your enemies. When was the last time you prayed for someone who hurt you? You know? When was the last time you asked for blessings over someone's life who hurt you? God's not, maybe God's waiting for you to pray on your knees And be like, Lord, bless those who hurt me. Let me love them. Let me see them the way you see them. And maybe he's waiting for you to do that, to come humble before him so he can bless you. But don't do that just because I said you can get a blessing out of it. But it literally says in Matthew chapter 5 that God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. God blesses those who are merciful and shown, and they will be shown mercy. Guys, just read chapter 5. God's grace. This is God's grace. God will bless you. God will give you mercy. You just have to live like Jesus and be like, okay, Jesus did this. I got to do it too. If we're not living our lives like that, if we're not living our lives as what the Bible teaches, 
then you're not living wholeheartedly for God. Check your heart, check your motives, ask God to fix and reveal what he wants you to fix and reveal, or fix and reveal, what he wants you to fix and move on from and heal from. And it took me a couple months to figure out all the things that I had to figure out, but God showed me at the right time. And I'm glad he did, because now like a whole new Susanna is gonna come. This video, this podcast episode is actually going to be uploaded when I'm in Tennessee and God's been highlighting to me that after this conference, I'm going to change. Ooh, I felt the spirit. I'm not going to be the same Susanna. That's why I haven't been like committed to anyone or wholeheartedly for people because like, yes, I still love people, you know, but you can't dwell on the Susanna who God's changing constantly. Ooh, that was good. Ooh, what? Okay, okay, that was good. I don't know, Holy Spirit, thank you. Guys, people change through Christ constantly, every day. People think I'm still the same person I was a year ago. <sighs> y'all, if y'all watch my YouTube videos from a year ago, that's the only reason why they're still up, is so that you guys can realize that. God changes people. Guys, a year ago, I was so cussing. A year ago, I was so putting my middle finger up. That was a year ago, guys. I was saved. I was living that lukewarm life. But actually, I wouldn't say I was lukewarm because I was still in my word. And yes, I was still doing worldly things, but I wasn't aware of it. But through time, God gave me grace. God gave me mercy. And God said, look, you got to fix this about yourself because it's not living righteously for me you're not representing me in the way that i need you to represent me so i stopped cussing all of a sudden i stopped smoking all of a sudden i stopped posting pictures wordly pictures of myself you know for the attention of others like god fix my motives and he's going to do that for you if you come with him asking for it if you love jesus and if you're faithful that he can change you and he will change you Remain faithful and he will do the works for you. Faith without works is dead. You can work on it all you want, but if you don't have faith that God can just do it for you, then it's not going to work. Don't dwell on someone about who they were in their past because that's not them anymore. God transformed my whole life in two years. More than anyone else in my, in my family, my close friends have changed me. I myself couldn't even change myself in two years let alone a month. But God's power, God's grace, God's mercy changed me and transformed me into the woman of God who I am today. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved for. It doesn't matter how long you've been Christian for. If you're not asking God for that change, it's not going to happen. If you're not willing and opening your eyes up and letting, tuning your ears to what God wants you to change, then it's not going to change. It's not going to happen. The enemy's just going to keep that stronghold on you. And we break those strongholds in the name of Jesus to anyone who's listening. Those cycles, we break them in the name of Jesus to anyone who's listening, Lord. Quit dwelling on people, on who they were in the past. Quit holding grudges against people about how they hurt you because God changes people. God changed me in a week, y'all. God changed me in a few days. I felt it spiritually. He's like, oh, new level. Okay, Lord, thank you, you know, like... Don't dwell on who they, who people were in their past. Just as God has given you grace, mercy, and forgiveness, give that same person grace, mercy, and forgiveness. I'm not saying you've got to be best friends with them. I'm not saying you have to talk to them every day. Pray for them. 
if they're on your mind, pray for them. Don't text them. That's one thing I've learned the hard way. That goes for anyone. Don't text them. Pray for them. Because if you text them, then that's an open door that you're leaving wide open for the enemy to creep in. Just pray for them and let God, if it's God's will, it will be his will. Right? Anything that's in agreement with on earth will be in agreement in heaven. Anything agreement in heaven will be agreement on earth. So let your angels protect you. Fight the, fight the battles in the spiritual realm. And I pray that you guys just learned something from all this, honestly. Um, this isn't the path I wanted to take for talking about this, but it's what God led me to say. I am so excited to see the woman that God is raising me up to be. There's business ideas coming, y'all. Ooh, I felt the spirit. <laughs> Every Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's business ideas that are coming up. There's new ideas that I want for God's kingdom that are coming up. And let me just say this, guys. The I'm not saying this so you, you can be a bandwagon onto this creativity on the Internet. But God is going to use the Internet more than ever right now especially with politics coming up soon and Halloween coming up. God is going to start canceling those who live for the world out. And you're going to think that it's people canceling them, but it's actually God canceling them. Cancel culture, God's way. Don't know why I said that, but feel it. And he's going to start... So he put our foundation already of Christian creators who he wants us to look up to. And that's just discernment you got to learn from. God is going to start hiding those who we don't really need to be listening to. But you got you to tune your ears to let him give you the discernment of what he wants you to listen to. Because our flesh can pick whoever we want to listen to, right? People who are doing the media now are going to start rising they're going to start, new creations are going to come. They're going to take over. They're going to take over. We're going to rise. God's kingdom is going to rise everywhere. Music, music is already popping. Music is already getting up there. Millions of hits, y'all. Music is going to get up there. Now it's just time for, like, live streamers to get up there. Everything else before another COVID quotation marks over that because the government is just controlling. Wow. Okay, my throat is getting a little dry. I'm going to end the podcast here, guys. Let me just say a little prayer for you guys before we are out of here. I don't know if you guys can even hear the boldness in my voice right now. Like, ooh, I mean, not my voice, but like in the spirit. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's all that matters, Lord. I see you working through me, and I'm so thankful for that. All glory to God. So, okay, I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for leading me to talk about what you wanted me to talk about, which was motives in our heart check, Lord. I pray that... My brother and sister listening right now over the phone, ear pods, whatever they're listening through, Lord. I pray that you bless them. Let them feel the touch of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. I break and I bind, loosen every demonic stronghold over their life, Lord God. And the, the cycles that the enemy has been putting them into mentally, physically, spiritually. We break those cycles now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And as you freed me from my demons, Lord just even a couple of days ago, Lord. Free them as you freed me, Lord God. Let those deeper-rooted things be revealed to them now in the name of Jesus. That that cycle is broken in the name of Jesus. That those ties are broken loose in the name of Jesus. That the, anything that the enemy has perverted in their life, let it be for you and your glory now, Lord God. Twist it. 
And do it, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. I pray that you're checking our hearts and letting our hearts be open to what you have let me receive through you, Lord God. And let their hearts be convicted, Lord God. But conviction is a good thing, so I pray that they are convicted righteously, Lord. I pray that they learned something from this and that their ears were tuned in and that their minds and their souls and their spirit was aligned with you and your will, Lord. That their flesh is sleeping daily, that they're healing their flesh daily daily, and raising up in strength for you, Lord God, and what you've called them to do. Lord, I pray that this podcast continues to reach many others, Lord, and that you just continue to reach the masses, Lord. Not just through me, but through my other brothers and sisters in Christ who are posting on social media for your glory, Lord. I thank you for it all. And we destroy and we stomp on the devil's face and his plans and his schemes over my brothers and sisters in Christ. Especially me, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you guys want to follow any of my social medias, this podcast will be out. So unfortunately, I won't be on social media by the time that comes out. But... YouTube is Susanna Gonzalez. I'm going to start posting more vlogs for God's glory on there. I'm going to be posting the Tennessee trip on there. So if you guys want to subscribe, please subscribe. Fifty Half of y'all ain't subscribed and y'all watch my videos and it hurts my feelings. Support your sister in Christ, please. TikTok, Susanna Gonzalez. Instagram, Susanna Gonzalez. Facebook, Susanna Gonzalez. But don't add me on Facebook because it's lame and it's boring and it's demonic in the name of Jesus. Everything, Susanna Gonzalez. Uh, thank you guys for listening for another episode, and I hope you guys have a blessed day, weekend, whenever you listen. Amen, and God bless you. Bye.